gentlemen, start your engines. Uh, you tell me that about. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello everybody. Great to be with you tonight. And uh, I'll tell you, uh, <laughs> doing a show like this, believe it or not, uh, there was there have been times where I have to search to try and figure out what I'm going to talk about uh, tonight. It was all about making, cutting my list down because there's just so much to get into just so much to get into tonight. What we're going to do tonight. Also, we don't have a guest for you and that gives us a chance to open up the phone lines, which I'm going to do at about nine 30, nine 35, somewhere in that range. And that'll give you an opportunity to call in. I hear from so many of you during the week with such brilliant observations and insights. You send me emails, you send me messages on Facebook. And uh, I put this in an email blast earlier today that we're going to open up the phone lines. And uh, we've got some of the smartest listeners out there. And uh, I'm really honestly curious to hear from you because I'm at a loss for a lot of things. And I'm going to be sharing some of that with you tonight. So here's what happened. We were supposed to have for you tonight one of our good friends of the show. She's been with us in the past, I believe, two other times, maybe three other times. Um, We were supposed to have uh, her with us tonight, uh, Cheryl Atkinson. And um, I don't know what happened. Something happened and we have to reschedule her. So this kind of thing happens, especially as we get close to the holidays. And uh, no worries about that because there's so much to get into tonight. Next week, uh, Terry James will be back with us. Now, he's an author that was with us actually six years ago on the broadcast. He writes primarily about Bible prophecy. And next week, we'll be talking about the Antichrist And I'm really looking forward to this book uh, that he has out, which is all about evil and it's all about the Antichrist. And uh, I know this is going to get a lot of you interested because you love Bible prophecy, but also just really to talk about the topic of evil, which I think is a topic we don't talk enough about, that this world is filled with evil. And I think by not addressing that or not recognizing that, I think uh, we leave ourselves open to uh, to a lot of attacks, you know, especially spiritual attacks. So that'll be next week. Author Terry James is here. I don't know what's going to happen with the election. Okay. I'm in the same boat. You are, I'm getting a lot of emails from people asking me uh, <laughs> to tell them what's going to happen. I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm sitting in my house here in Palm coast, Florida, and I'm scratching my head like everybody else. Uh, of course we know that the Supreme court turned down the lawsuit, which was filed by the state of Texas and many, many other states joined uh, the lawsuit, but the Supreme court turned it down. Now I'm seeing the same email. Everybody's sharing the same email I've gotten. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten this shared to, to my Facebook messenger, this idea that the Supreme court 
turned down the Texas lawsuit based on standing, standing meaning that Texas didn't really have a vested interest in what they were suing for. So as a result, the case was not heard. It wasn't heard and then dismissed um, based on the merits or anything like that. Uh, so that's good news. But so what this email is that's circulating is saying that all they have to do now is Trump's lawyers have to simply take out Texas as the plaintiff and put Trump in as the plaintiff, because obviously he can justify he's an injured party because he was the one running for office. I don't know. I mean, I'm at a point now. I, I just don't know anymore. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's going to work. I don't know if anything's going to work. I, I really don't. Um, so the, obviously we all know what's going to happen tomorrow. The electoral college votes tomorrow. That's the 14th of December. However, that doesn't mean the whole deal is over because there's still lawsuits pending. And apparently this really all comes down to, let me see here. I got this in my notes. Okay, January 6th is the date to look for. So January 6th is when the electoral votes are counted in the House of Representatives. And that's where the vice president, Mike Pence, appears on the floor of the House of Representatives and opens up and announces the Electoral College votes. Now, there's another email going around saying there's something that could happen on the floor of the House of Representatives that Mike Pence could do. And apparently there's a, no, a large number of Republicans that are willing to try this other tactic. And then in the meantime, there's more lawsuits going. And so I, I just don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. Um, but I want to talk mostly tonight about Hunter Biden. We're going to get into that tonight. I've got a lot to share with you. I know this news is everywhere. So some people might say, well, Jim, you know, I could get this news any, everywhere. Why, why are you going to focus on Hunter Biden? I want to put this together for you tonight in a way that probably nobody else has done. And this is because I'm both a financial guy, a graduate of the College for Financial Planning, professional money manager for 20 plus years. That was my world was, was finances and taxes and investments. And now I'm sort of a political guy, right? So I may be one of the best guys to kind of piece this together for you, and that's what I'm going to do tonight. But after I make this quick announcement, because we are commercial-free and we do have to pay the bills, I know it's Christmas and I know money is tight. I know it is because I was uh, at the flea market yesterday in Daytona Beach, which is one of my favorite places to go around Christmas because there are some people you try to find a gift for them on Amazon or at Walmart or you're out at the mall and you just don't find that thing for them. So the flea market, there's a lot of collectibles there, a lot of antiques, a lot of unique stuff. So we went out to the flea market and uh, probably about 20% of the normal crowd was there yesterday. And I, I asked several people, you know, what's going on? Cause I hadn't been to that flea market in a while. It might've been a couple, three years since I've been there because we have been going to a flea market in St. Augustine, which is now closed down. Um, but, uh, people just were honest with me. They said, you know, folks don't have money. People don't have money. And, and you think of all places, if you were struggling financially, you'd go to a flea market cause you can get a lot for your money at a flea market. 
But it really says something that even the flea market is hurting, that people are not showing up two weeks before Christmas to the flea market. Any case, all of that to say, I know money is tight, but I want to take a quick second and tell you about tonight's sponsor, which is my virtual asset retirement system. You can get there by going to varstraining.com, V-A-R-S training.com. This, all the information is there telling you what it is. But in a nutshell, I am teaching an online course. There's right now 35 videos already in there. 35 classes have already been taught. Those are all available on replay. Everything I'm doing to make my full-time living online, I'm sharing with you in this course. Check it out. There are three free lessons there for you. Tonight's sponsor is VarsTraining.com. That's V like in Victor, A-R-S, Training.com, VarsTraining.com. Okay, so let's spend the rest of our night tonight together talking about Hunter Biden. I've got so much to share with you. I'm going to open up the phone lines. When I do that, you can talk about Hunter Biden if you want. You can talk about the stolen election if you want, whatever is on your mind. Um, all right. I want to start by reading this uh, to you. This is from The Hill. President Trump escalated his criticism of Attorney General William Barr on Saturday, calling him, quote, a big disappointment, end quote and raising the prospect of a high-profile shakeup in the waning days of his administration. Now, let me tell you what is going on, and let me tell you why I am confused. I am confused tonight as an American citizen. I'm confused tonight as a 55-year-old man uh, who spent his life uh, building and managing all kinds of different businesses. I'm, I'm confused because here's... Here's what I don't understand. Who is running things in Washington, D.C.? Who is in charge of the Justice Department? Now, I know it's the attorney general, right? But but really, constitutionally, the president is the chief law enforcement officer. And here's what we're supposed to wrap our brain around. How could the Hunter Biden laptop investigation and all of the things surrounding that, how could that be hidden so that the president of the United States does not know about it? The idea that there is an official government policy that these investigations are to remain, quote unquote, covert is beyond ridiculous to me. Um, A.G. Bill Barr knew about the Hunter Biden investigation since the spring, but now we're learning that there was a 2018 grand jury imp impaneled. So we're talking about going back even before the impeachment of Trump. Remember, Trump was impeached. Why? Not because of Mueller. Trump was impeached for calling Ukraine and asking them to investigate the Burisma deal and the Bidens. So he was impeached for allegedly trying to smear his political rival, Joe Biden. But we now are learning that there was actually a grand jury impaneled investigating at least Hunter Biden and all of these things well before that. It could have been as long 
as two years ago. But we know at a minimum, according to news reports, that the attorney general knew about the Biden, the Hunter Biden laptop and all of this since the spring. We know that the FBI has had the laptop, I think, since December of last year, which, of course, was before the impeachment. And it it really makes me wonder. I, I don't know. Maybe I am missing something. And that's one of the things I'm fascinated about opening the phone lines for, because maybe somebody can educate me. I'm just thinking to myself, you know what I was I was actually saying to myself today? I was saying, I wish I could be the president of the United States for just one hour. For just one hour. Why? I'm confused. What power does the president of the United States have? What power does he have? And and what what information can be kept from the president of the United States? It it's really baffling to me how information just think about this for a minute. We are as voters here making this monumental decision, right, of who we're going to vote for for the president of the United States. But there is now supposedly some kind of government policy that says that when an election is coming up, that they are to go what is called covert on any investigations or any allegations of crimes against the very people that we're going to vote for. What? I mean, if there's any time for transparency, I thought that what the media had been calling for, you know, all these years is transparency. We want to see everything. We want to see Trump's tax returns. Uh, The New York Times released Trump's tax returns, right? They somehow got a hold of them. The idea that it is an official policy of the government that they're going to hide as they put it, make it covert any investigation that, as they perceive it, could affect the outcome of an election. Now, I mean, if if someone is involved with crimes, that's something I would want to know before I cast my vote. I'm telling you, this whole idea of a deep state, that there is actually some power, some force that exists that is above the president. You know, depending on the day that you tell me that, I I have a hard time believing that. But then when I see something like this, I think, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, who, who is really in charge in Washington? Now, you remember that Twitter blocked the story about Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, here's what the president has been trying to do his entire four years. He's been trying to strip social media from their liability protection. And what he's said he was going to do is this Defense Authorization Act, which has just been passed by the Senate and by the House of Representatives. He said if it doesn't include a provision to strip social media from the so-called uh, the protection they get under, it's called 230. You can look it up, 230. Um, this is the the notion that if you are a social media platform, you get 
protection from liability because you're not um, a publisher. So you're not responsible for what people are posting on your platform because you're a community forum. So that protection, however, comes with the parallel responsibility or obligation that you also cannot censor people. So you can't play both sides of it and say, I am not a publisher, but I am going to censor people. I'm going to censor conservatives. So get this. So Trump um, want Trump wanted this to be in this defense authorization in this defense authorization spending bill, the so-called defense authorization act. And he said he would veto this spending bill if it did not include the section 230 uh, repeal. Can you believe that both the house of representatives and the Senate have both passed this spending bill with Veto-proof margins. Veto-proof. that, And Trump said about an hour ago he is going to veto this, which means it has to go back to be voted on for a veto override. This is what I'm telling you. I don't care Democrat or Republican. They come out and they, you know, the Republicans, they come out and rail against Facebook and Twitter and all of this censorship that's going on, the censorship that just happened of the Twitter, uh, the uh, on Twitter of the Hunter Biden laptop story, but yet we see them right now, Republicans voting to give a veto-proof margin to this spending bill, without including this repeal of Section 230 for the social media people. I'm telling you, folks. They're all rotten to the core. I'm just about, I've just about had it, really. I've just about had it with this idea that there are even any good Republicans left. Maybe there's a small remnant. I don't know. I don't know. But then there's this Eric Swalwell story about being compromised by China. And then we hear from, uh, you know, various people in the intelligence community that this is just the tip of the iceberg and that probably most of Congress is somehow uh, in a position to be either bribed or blackmailed by China. I don't know. I believe it more and more every day. Now, think about this. In what world, in what world are your business partners? So you're in business. And your business partners are now being investigated for tax fraud and money laundering. And that is triggered by a, a series of SARS reports, suspicious activity reports are triggered by the Treasury Department notifying the IRS of suspicious movement of money, so-called SARS reports, suspicious activity reports. In what world is your business partner under investigation for money laundering and tax fraud and, and you're not also looked at? That's basically what we're being asked to believe about Hunter Biden. Because we now know from the emails, Joe Biden, a.k.a. the big guy, was in on this for a cut of the money. 
But yet we're being told, no, no, this is totally compartmentalized. It's only Hunter Biden. Now, I'm not saying Joe Biden is guilty of anything, but he certainly should be under investigation. And the idea that we as taxpayers, as citizens, that we would not know about all of this, which could have gone back as far as two years, I guess. Uh, there's a, a report of a, of a grand jury that was impaneled as far back as 2018. But we're not allowed uh, to know about this. Now, what's going on with Hunter Biden? Let's let's break this down for you tonight. And if you're just tuning in, I'm Jim Paris. This is Jim Paris Live. I'm pretty upset tonight. Not usually this upset. Uh, I guess I've just kind of reached a breaking point. I'll be honest. I've just kind of reached the end. I mean, the end with with all of these people, Republicans and Democrats alike. All right, Hunter Biden. What are we talking about with Hunter Biden? The, the allegations are good old tax evasion which everybody knows what that is, right? X amount of dollars comes in, you don't put it all down on your tax return, and therefore you didn't pay your taxes. So you're a tax cheater. That's one of the allegations. The other allegation is money laundering. What is money laundering? That is when you want to hide where money came from. Why would you do that? Because the money's coming from some kind of an illegal source. Watch Breaking Bad if you don't understand what money laundering is. It's it's a process by which money that was earned or received from an illegal activity is then run through a, a business, run through accounts to make it look like it came from somewhere else. That can be explained. There's also the issue of foreign lobbying. Not registering as a foreign lobbyist, which is a crime. You go to jail for that. Um, not even considering that. Not even considering improper influence, you know, buying of influence. Um, at a minimum, we've got, you know, pretty solid allegations here, it looks like, of good old tax evasion and money laundering. And remember, we still don't know, right, what Hunter Biden did for all of these millions of dollars he was paid. We, we, you know, what, what did he do? What service did he provide? We still don't, don't really have an answer for that. And get this, there are two dozen entities. So we're talking about corporations or LLCs, two dozen. That means 24 for those not good at math, two dozen entities of Hunter Biden's that are being investigated. We know this because reports are that subpoenas have been issued regarding more than two dozen different corporations and millions upon millions of dollars from interests in Russia, Ukraine, and China. Now, I want to go back and lay the groundwork for you because nobody is really explaining this in its entirety and, and really what has happened here and how this, I don't know how it doesn't implicate Joe Biden. Okay. I don't know how it does not implicate Joe Biden because you start first by saying who would hire Hunter Biden, this completely loose cannon drug addict who's hanging out in strip clubs. I mean, who would ever hire him for anything? No less $50,000, $80,000 a month to be on a corporate board, to be some kind of an expert in a field he's never worked in, has no expertise in, as in Burisma, 
as in the oil business over in Ukraine. But let me kind of give you the backstory on this. So it came out in the news um, uh, a few months back that there were tax liens filed against Hunter Biden for $450,000. Now, a tax lien doesn't just get filed the day after you don't pay your taxes. So a lot of things have to happen before you get hit with a tax lien. So the first thing is you have to not pay your taxes. And then usually maybe a few months go by, maybe even a year goes by. And then you hear from the IRS that, look, you owe more than what you paid. And then you get a chance to uh, respond back and dispute it. And it kind of goes back and forth and you have a right to have a hearing. All kinds of things happen. So, you know, years go, years go by. And so these taxes, I guess, um, these tax liens were front were for taxes that were, were owed for 2000, 2017 and 2018. These tax liens were filed in the spring. Okay. So $450,000 is what the tax lien amount is for. So you got to figure, you know, the amount of income that would cause you to owe $450,000. I mean, I don't know what we're talking about. Maybe a couple million dollars, maybe a little bit more than that would trigger taxes of 450,000. So these are taxes from 2017 and 2018. But now the reports are that this criminal investigation into Hunter Biden actually goes all the way back to 2014 taxes and not claiming more than $400,000 of income from Burisma as far back as 2014. Now, remember, if the big guy, Joe Biden, was getting a cut of all of this, as we know from the emails, he wasn't showing any jump in his income on, on his tax returns. And I pulled up Joe Biden's tax returns today to look at this because you can look at him online. So the big guy was not showing any big jump in his taxes while he was still in office. This didn't happen until 2016, which then raises the question, if all of this money was flowing, just for example, just Burisma alone, if all of this money was flowing in 2014, where is it on Joe Biden's tax return? We, we don't know. And what's interesting is there's also now a report that Hunter Biden was paid partly with an $80,000 diamond. Doesn't this start to look like a shady drug deal? drug dealer type of an operation. So I'm going to pay you with a, with a diamond. I'll meet you out back. So I want you to, you know, go, you know, a couple blocks from the white house and I'll meet you in an alley and I'll give you this diamond worth $80,000. That That's how we're going to take care of this most recent thing. So even if you get out, even if you can get it out of your head, what did Hunter Biden do for all of these millions of dollars? Even if we get that out of our head, you still have this whole, you know, Al Capone 
follow the money uh, tax problem and money laundering problem. And there's the $80,000 diamond. Now, let me go back for a second here to Joe Biden's income. So Joe Biden uh, in, if we go back to uh, his tax return in uh, 2014, um, 2015, it wasn't until 2016, if you pull his tax return, 2016, okay, he's out of office um, at, well, he's no, he's still in office in 2016. Um, so it's $400,000 is what his income is in 2016. But then in the next two years that he's out of office, get this, in 2017, Joe Biden's income jumps to $11 million in 2017. This is all public record. These tax returns, you can pull them up online. So his first year out of office, he makes $11 million. Then the second year, things kind of get a little bit tough for him. He makes <laughs> four and a half million. I think altogether, um, it comes out to be like $16 million that he pulls in those first two years that he's out of uh, office as vice president. And then in 2018, his income drops back down uh, to just under a million dollars. Um, but, he, okay. Let's go back to, do you remember, do you remember Hunter Biden was being sued for child support in Arkansas? Do you remember that? And, and his baby mama was suing him for child support. He then goes into the court and he claims that he has no income and he has no money trying to get away from paying child support, which makes it, it raises a, a really interesting question, doesn't it? Here's a guy, we don't even know yet how many millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars that he brought in between, let's say, 2014, where this criminal investigation starts, and then, let's say, 2019, where he's starting to get sued for child support. And the big guy is supposedly getting a cut of this, uh, Joe Biden, and then the brother, James Biden is also in on this, right? But yet, when you look at the the numbers here, you've got a guy, Hunter Biden, claiming he has no money. He's he's going into court saying, I'm broke. I have no money to pay child support. Um, all of a sudden, then he's got tax liens. You would think if you're if you're Hunter Biden and you're involved with all of this stuff, the last thing you want and your dad's going to run for president is for you to have tax liens filed against you. So you think you'd be running to the courthouse uh, to pay those taxes, to pay these taxes before you get hit uh, with tax liens. You'd be making deals to get rid of those tax liens, but he didn't do that. So the question is, where did all this money go? Where did it all go? How did Hunter Biden end up as a broke guy with no money? Assuming that that's true, maybe it's maybe he wasn't completely broke. Maybe for the sake of argument, he just went into court and lied and said, I'm broke. I don't have money to pay child support. Right. Even though I'm Hunter Biden and I'm the son of the former vice president and I've had all in you know, my tax returns show that I had millions of dollars and all this stuff, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to claim that I'm broke. Here's my theory on this. 
what if the deal is this simple? That the big guy got more than 10%. And Hunter Biden was really just this exploited kind of loose cannon, drug addicted guy who was the front for all of this. And the big guy got a lot more than 10%. Now you would just think that the familial connection alone. So Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden, according to everything we see from these emails, they're not just father and son, but they're also business partners. And there's clear evidence from the emails that there's at least some kind of profit sharing arrangement going on. Right? So, it begs the question, why would Attorney General Bill Barr know about all of this since the spring and hide this and then claim that there's some kind of good reason for this, that this is government policy to hide this from us? And I don't know what, what a solution is here, right? Because let's say that uh, Joe Biden gets tarred and feathered and run out of office. Then we've got President Ka uh, Kamala Harris, right? I mean, who wants that? Um, I'm going to mention something to you here before we go to phone lines. Uh, I, I said this when we had Paul Begley here. This whole idea of what I'm calling Operation Samson. You remember what happened in the Bible when Samson lost his strength because he cut his hair? And all of his enemies gathered around him in the temple and he pulled down one of the pillars and brought down the whole temple around them. And I think that this Eric Swalwell deal is just the beginning of what Trump's going to do. I think if Trump really realizes that the Supreme court's not going to take the case, the election's been stolen. He doesn't have any other options He's just going to expose everybody. And you know what? I'm going to absolutely love that. I'm going to absolutely love that. Because who are, who are the keepers of all these secrets in Washington, D.C.? How can President Trump, the President of the United States, be impeached for asking for Ukraine to investigate the Bidens when there's an ongoing investigation happening by our own Justice Department. And yet that's considered an impeachable offense that Trump, as the chief law enforcement officer, is asking for Ukraine to investigate the very thing that our own law enforcement people knew was already under investigation, which means Trump didn't know. And I bet a lot of those Democrats voting for impeachment knew about this. Who is the keeper of the secrets? And you know, if his last name was not Biden, if his name was Hunter Paris or Hunter Jones or Hunter Smith, you know, for a fact, number one, he wouldn't have made all this money with, with his lifestyle and his professional history. We know that it's because of the connection as being the son of the vice president, 
But then you just have to think to yourself, all of this money, millions upon millions of dollars, where did it go? If Hunter Biden ended up broke in the end, he claims he doesn't even own a home right now. He's renting a home in Southern California. Where did this money go? And there's James Biden, the brother of the president, was in this whole deal. Uh, the president-elect, I should say. <laughs> I don't even want to say president-elect, right? Because then people are going to be upset with me that I'm I'm forwarding the, the conspiracy. Uh, okay, let's just say former vice president, Joe Biden, his brother James is in on this whole deal. And some of the reports I'm reading are starting to connect uh, Kamala in the China deal. You know, I, I just don't know. I just don't know. But I find this completely impossible to wrap my brain around, which is why I said a few minutes ago, I wish I could be the president for just 10 minutes or, or one hour. Um, just, what What is the president? If the president is not, if 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 this Bill Barr, character can withhold this information from the president. What else are they hiding? What else are they hiding? And I know we all want to believe, you know, in the end, good wins out somehow in the next couple of weeks, something's going to happen and Trump's still going to get another four years. I hope so. I pray so, but maybe not, maybe not. Because I don't believe God is obligated to just automatically bless the United States just because I, I, I think that we have certainly gone down a path when you look at uh, 60 to 70 million aborted babies since Roe versus Wade, you look at how ungodly this country has become. I, I wouldn't uh, for a second assume automatically God's blessing going forward. And uh, I'm telling you, there is so much more. There's got to be so much more to this Hunter Biden story. And the idea that the entire Washington press corps covered this all up. And this goes back, it looks like, all the way back to 2014, maybe even earlier. And now we're hearing that uh, much of our Congress is somehow uh, uh, either being blackmailed or bribed by China. And uh, maybe Trump's crowning blow on his way out the door, maybe what Trump's going to do on his way out the door is he's going to get to the bottom of all this. And to do that, he'll probably have to fire Bill Barr and put somebody in there like Rudolph Giuliani, his own man, to get all the information that he can get. The same thing, fire Christopher Ray at the FBI, put somebody in there. Um, you know, maybe maybe he could put, uh, you know, one of his own attorneys. Maybe he could put Sidney in there. Who knows? But to get this information, because this might be the final chance to get it. I mean, this is a government, keep in mind, that is still classifying documents from the JFK assassination from 1963. Who is the keeper of the secrets 
And what have we still not learned? And what else is there to find out about Hunter Biden and the big guy? And where did this money go? And if Hunter Biden is really broke, I mean, so broke that he'd let tax liens get filed against him. I mean, that's that's some evidence of being broke, because if your dad's running for president and you're going to let them go file tax liens against you because you don't have the money to pay the tax liens, if you're willing to go into court and lie to the court as an attorney and say you're broke, you have no money uh, in, in your child support case, maybe he doesn't have any money. And we're talking about millions and millions and millions of dollars. So, yes, he had a crazy lifestyle, but there's only so much you can spend on meth and strippers. So where did the money go? All right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to click a button here and turn on our phone lines. So we just open up the phone lines now. That means you can call in. Maybe, maybe you can enlighten me. Maybe you've got some opinions on this. I don't know. I don't know where to go anymore with this. It's almost like uh, just in our face. It's just, yeah, you know, all this happened, but it's nothing. You know, it's just, I mean, it's the most, I don't even know if gaslighting is the right word to use. I, I don't even know if that's the right word to use. We're opening up the phone lines right now. 646 is the area code. 716-4041. I'm not going to screen the calls. I'll just bring you on cold. You can give me your thoughts. Try to keep your comments to a couple of minutes. Uh, you know, when I do this, sometimes people call in and they think it's their show and they want to give me this long presentation. I'm the longest I'm going to let you go is maybe a minute and a half or two minutes, which I think is more than enough time uh, to get your, your thoughts out. But uh, we're not going to give you five or 10 minutes. So if that's what you're thinking, do not call, but I'm going to open up the phone lines right now. Six, four, six, seven, one, six, four, zero, four, one questions. I want to ask you, do you believe there's a deep state? Do you believe Trump has, really ultimately any power to uncover all this stuff that's going on. What do you really think happened with the whole Hunter Biden situation? You think we'll ever know. I also want to ask you if you're watching tonight, you're listening on the live stream. When the vaccine becomes available, are you going to take the vaccine? I'm hearing from a lot of people saying they're not going to take the vaccine. So there's actually like three different ones and I'm, I think I'm inclined to probably take the one that is more like the flu vaccine where they give you a small amount of the virus as opposed to the other two that use so-called RNA technology, which I'm just not, maybe I don't understand it, but I'm not super confident in that. Um, some people are saying they're just going to wait and see what happens. They're going to wait and see what happens. And, you know, maybe that's a good plan too. you know, maybe wait a few months but I'm hearing that a lot of places are going to start requiring it. If you want to fly, you got to have the vaccine. Um, if you want to, you know, a lot of workplaces are going to start requiring it. Schools are going to start requiring it. So we're going to go ahead and start taking some phone calls right now. Your thoughts on any of those topics or something different maybe that you want to bring up. 646-716-4041. 646-716-4041. And we start with area code 402. You're on Jim Paris Live. Go ahead. Hey, Jim. I uh, love your show. Huge fan. Uh, Thank you, sir. Everything you do. I uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, say, you know, um, 
every time I hear anything like these these reports on the radio, kind of like what I put in the comment section on on your YouTube uh, on your Facebook page, um, it just makes me wonder what we can do about this. And and not only that, but just if you know if you think about the the amount of information that has come out in the last I don't know month or two with rigged elections and now this stuff with you know Hunter Biden and the points that you're making. How is his dad not connected? Um, is there any hope for America to overcome the deep state? Yeah, I, I that, you know, that's kind of my question. I mean, what I'll what, be honest with you. What can the average I don't, person I don't do? know, and especially right now? I think I think I saw it wasn't it you that put uh, don't I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but didn't you post something on Facebook? I think today that said Joe Biden has a plan to start seizing gun or some kind of an action against guns. Right, right, exactly. I mean, it, all, all that yeah. added together. I mean, even though it's only 10 percent of the of the information that we're hearing about election fraud is true. Our country is in big trouble. <laughs> it, it really is. But and that's and, all I really and, and you know what uh, disturbs me too? great call is how many Christians are now starting to turn to the dark side? How many Christians are voting for pro-abortion candidates, which I'm hearing more and more uh, of this? Um, you know, oh, well, Trump, you know, he had three marriages, so I'm going to vote for Biden, even though he's pro-abortion. Or I'm going to vote for this person for Senate or uh, for Congress because, uh, you know, uh, they've got some other good policies, even though they're pro-abortion. I mean, it, it really is shocking. But here's the problem. I don't even know who to listen to anymore. You know, I used to listen a lot to I love Rush Limbaugh. I'll always listen to Rush Limbaugh. Um, you know, Sean Hannity has been claiming that he's got inside information th that this Durham report was supposed to come out like last summer. Not this last summer, but the summer before that. And now we're hearing there might not even be a Durham uh, report. I, I don't even know what to think anymore. I mean, that that Comey uh, and 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 all and, and struck and page and and clapper, all of these people, uh, the spying on the Trump campaign, that this is just all going to go away and nobody's going to have any consequences for it. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'm just breathless about it. We go next to area code 703. You're on Jim Paris live. Hello there. Hello, area code Hello. 703. That's you. Go ahead. Oh, hi. Sorry about that. Good evening. Okay. So real if quick, you're on a speaker um, phone, if you're on a speaker, yeah. can you pick up? Because I, I'm having a hard time hearing you. That would help us. Oh, I'm not on the speaker phone. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm not on the speaker phone. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry about that. Um, So real things, real quick. So um, thank you again for your show. Thank okay, you. So I think in the U.S., um, we have become so complacent. And we have allowed many players from outside even of the of the U.S. to come in and influence our democracy, our right. republic. Right. And so we've been looking out and say, oh, wow, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, or poo-poo on them and them. It would never happen here. But remember, we have allowed ourselves to be infiltrated by communist-thinking people. You know, we have allowed people to come in with their own ideas and not assimilate it into the melting pot. The idea when when it, the 1776 was we're all going to be together. We're going to be all for one and one for all, right? We're not like that anymore. Everybody's so hyphenated. But another thing is, is that in third world countries, Mexico, by the pre, right, they were taken over for 80 years. That's where we're headed. 
but we have allowed ourselves to get to that point. We are, we have so many keyboard warriors, but nobody's out there uniting and saying, Hey, you know what? I have, I have a small group of 10 people and another group of a hundred people. Let's unite and, and stand up. We're going to have to sacrifice. And it's going to get to blood. Yeah, I hope That's what I, yeah, our forefathers I, did. I I hope it doesn't get to blood, but you make some well, good But think about it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I I I hear what you're saying and it's it's scary honestly to think about it because you know, obviously there was a revolution. I mean, that really happened. We really did come over here and then we had to fight uh, the British. I get that. But I think there's so many people who don't want to believe that it's ever going to come to that. And then you see what happened last night in Washington, D.C., uh, the stabbings allegedly by members of Antifa. And uh, it's it's like has a civil war already started. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Trump is a real maverick. And I don't see I mean, it, let's say that Trump doesn't get another four years. I don't see another Trump coming down the road. And yet this man being such a maverick, such a fighter was 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 so limited as to what he could do and 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 was was almost drummed out of office on this false charge of of calling Barisma. It makes me wonder you know, if we need need to just completely clean out. I mean, uh, I hear people talking about a new political party to get rid of the Republican Party. And I, I'm the first one to sign up for that. I mean, I'm not talking about libertarian, which which I know a lot of people say, oh, libertarian. But I'm, I'm not a libertarian. I, I, I don't understand those people. But there needs to be a new conservative party, I believe, called the Trump Party, whatever you want to call it. I think that largely the Republicans on Capitol Hill, there's not a nickel's worth of difference between most of them and the Democrats. That's just my view. That's just my view. And I think Trump has tried his best. Um, but I think that ultimately, ultimately, the deep state is is all powerful. And if Trump, you know, made one mistake, it was bringing in these people like Bill Barr, what he should have done is brought in people that he knew from the corporate world that had no background at all in government. And that would have been a much better situation. But that's how Washington works. It's like, a, you know, it's it's like musical chairs, you know. Well, this person, you know, Bill Barr, he was the AG back under George Bush's daddy. So we'll bring him back. And this person is this now and that it's it's all the same people. And then you end up with, you know, Joe Biden, who's been in what, 47, 48 years. He's been in public office. And I mean, what about just bringing in some outside people? I bet you anything, if we just randomly picked farmers from the phone book from the Midwest and put them in uh, to run the government, that they would do 10 times a better job than the people we have up there. We're taking calls right now, 646-716-4041. If you're listening on the audio feed or if you're on the video feed, either way, write it down, 646 716 Four zero four one. Your calls are not screened. We go next. Area code six four seven is with us. You're on Jim Paris Live. Go ahead. Hey, hey, from New Zealand. Hello there, New Zealand. How are you? I'm great. Yes. Thanks for calling. Yes. Okay. Just very quickly, look, Podesta warned New Zealand of uh, voter fraud last year. Very I, ironic, don't you think? You mean John Podesta? Um, Our John Podesta? John, 
job with this. <laughs> there are marsh just prior to the shooting. Yeah, how ironic. New Zealand was a juicy target for voter fraud. Okay, very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, and this is a bit of information you guys might not realize, but it's very pertinent to this because he predicted it. Yeah. You know? So, and, and we had a jump in our elections as well by about 20%. As for the vaccine, okay, here's my thing to the uh, social nations in the world. Hey, you're already on a waiting list for life-saving surgery. Why don't you just run the gauntlet with the virus instead of the vaccine? Because it's a 99.6% of recovery. The vaccine's less. Um so, and then I say that very calmly because I sat on a nine-month waiting list for brain surgery. Wow. Okay. So, socialist nations, that that should be it for you guys. You know, um, you run the gauntlet on a daily base, and, and you're not challenging your government over the medical conditions of the the people waiting, but you're going to challenge this and accept this, right? Yeah, you know, it is. It is crazy. It, it, and uh, it, 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 a lot of a lot of Americans are moving to New Zealand. Right. I've been reading a lot of articles about <laughs> people getting out of the United States and coming to New Zealand. Is that a is that a thing oh, you that you're like seeing? Silicon down there? Valley. Go ahead. Yeah. Silicon Valley own up here. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned the deep state. The deep state's just not part of America. It, it, it's a, a greater uh, reach than that. The lady that was on before said about the influences outside of America, but those influences were invited in, Yeah. okay, by the Democrat Party. Absolutely. Thank you for your call all the way from New Zealand. Wow. Uh, we, You know, it's funny because this show, when I look at the, I get some reports during the week and we've got people listening all over the world, a, a lot in Australia. Um, not so much have heard about New Zealand, but that was great to get that call. But uh, a lot in listen in ja Japan, of course, a lot here in, in the United States, but also over the border into Canada quite a bit, uh, even Russia and uh, some of the East Bloc countries uh, listen uh, to the show when we get those statistics as well. Very, very interesting. Okay. Last shot for your calls tonight. Um, anything on your mind? Are you going to take the vaccine when it's offered to you? What are you going to do if they require it in your workplace? One question I have, which no one has been able to answer, is what if you have the antibodies? Would you still be required to get the vaccine if, let's say, it's required in your workplace? Or would it be good enough that you already had COVID and you recovered from COVID. I mean, I would think that should be good enough that you wouldn't need to be vaccinated if you already have the antibodies, but no one's really addressing that either. The number to dial 646-716-4041. I've got uh, three open lines right now. You can jump on board, whether you're watching on the video or you're listening over the audio stream. Any thoughts tonight on Hunter Biden? Any thoughts on the stolen election? Do you think there's still hope for that something can happen, some legal maneuver? I've been getting all the messages from people uh, talking about, you know, this whole idea that this Texas lawsuit can sort of be recycled and they can put Trump's name in as the plaintiff and then it's going to be heard. Um, I had read a report that uh, two of the justices wanted to hear the Texas lawsuit. And, and so, you know, maybe there's hope. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Trump's Trump's had his back against the wall a lot in his life. And I just say this. Look, if God wants Trump for another four years, somehow it's going to happen. Somehow it's going to happen. 
But you just got to wonder, where is the doggedness of the media like we had back in Watergate? Woodward and Bernstein, right? You know, meeting Deep Throat in the parking garage to, to get the latest scoop and getting the recordings of Nixon and 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 all of the things that they did, all of the the, the super sleuth work that was done by the media back in the day. What happened to that? Uh, they don't want to know anything about this Hunter Biden situation. I have no resources here to do any kind of a major investigation, but I can just go online and see Hunter Biden's tax liens. I can see Joe Biden's tax returns. I can look at the news reports out of the child support litigation in Arizona. And something doesn't add up here. And you've got Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, James Biden, You've got millions of dollars. You've got suspicious activity reports triggering money from all over the world. All of this strangeness going on, an $80,000 diamond. We now have reports that supposedly this uh, executive from China that's affiliated with the Chinese Communist Party uh, that was the one paying Hunter Biden this, this outfit out of China, that one of the executives was actually sharing an office with Joe Biden. We now have that report uh, that has come out. So the idea that Joe Biden doesn't know any of these people, he never got any money from any of these people. And then you can just look at his tax returns and look at this bump in income, $11 million his first year out of office, and then another $5 million, $16 million his first two years out of office. Now, you might understand that if he were a former president, but that's big money for a vice president. Boom. And then what about the big guy's cut for the earlier years, 2014, 2015? I don't really see the big guy's cut on his tax returns for those years. I don't know. Something is really rotten in Denmark here. Something really stinks. And the sad thing is that nobody seems to care in the media. And and largely, we've got more and more rhinos, more and more, uh, you know, mitt rhinos out there, you know, who are just happy. Let's let's move ahead. Let's get uh, Joe Biden sworn in as president. Enough of these challenges. Let's move forward. And, you know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't know how this is much different, honestly, than the fake wrestling that you watch on TV. These people all go out at night to the bar together, slapping each other's backs. I think that largely, and I hate to say it, I think largely they all need to go. And maybe there's a few exceptions in there. But I don't know. I don't know how we, I don't know how we turn a corner here. You know, and everybody's talking about, you know, this this race in Georgia. We've got to get these two senators in so we can still have you know, the control here. And look at what just happened just over the last couple of days. We've now got a veto proof majority where Trump is trying to uh, strike back at these social media companies to strip their Section 230 protection. And there's enough Republicans voting in both the Senate and the House to create a veto proof uh, majority so that Trump can't strip these social media companies of this protection. I mean, he's like one man against the world. It's literally one guy taking on all of them. 
And my analogy of Samson could probably not be more perfect when you when you when you look at it. And I sure hope it ends that way. I sure hope Trump uh, metaphorically uh, brings them all down, you know, that he. You know, I, I want to know everything. Go ahead, declassify everything on the JFK assassination. Let's start with that. I want to know every single one of these scumbags that's being uh, blackmailed or bribed by China. Let's release it all and let the chips fall where they fall. Thanks so much for joining us. All the great calls tonight. We'll be back next week. The guest is Terry James. We'll talk about the Antichrist in our guest segment next week. Remember, if it's Sunday night... It's Jim Paris Live. So long, everybody. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.